Before we dive into today's podcast, I'd like to take a moment to remind you that this content is intended for general purposes only and should not be used to substitute professional medical advice. Always seek the advice of your medical service practitioner based on your unique needs. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another uh, episode here at happyhuman.com with the Nutritional Nerd. Today, I have a very special guest. I'm doing an interview today with Ken Cassidy from Kamloops Hyperbaric. So do please check him out, and I'm sure um, he will provide a little bit more information about how you can get in touch with him if um, you are interested in doing that. And before we get started, please, if you are watching from my website, please click the link below to subscribe. If you are watching from YouTube, welcome and make sure you hit that subscribe and bell button so you never miss another video. It will really help me and my channel. All right, let's get started. I'm excited um, for this interview with Ken. So Ken, welcome. Thank you for agreeing to do this with me. Please introduce yourself and tell me a little bit about you and your family. Yeah, I've been uh, married with my wife, Becky, for about 15 years. We've been together 18 years, and we have four amazing kids. Uh, my two brothers live in Kamloops, and I've lived here for about uh, about 18 years. And both my brothers have growing families as well, so we have lots of cousins. And so eight grandchildren from my mom, who's also moved from Cash Creek to be in Kamloops. So it's nice. It's a yeah, close close kind of family in Kamloops. Awesome. And what did you do before you decided to uh, to get into oxygen? <laughs> so yeah, I was a welder at uh, Highland Valley Copper. I started there when I was 22 and I'm 39 now. So that training kind of, it had elements of what I'm doing now oxygen, pressure gauges, confined spaces, compressors, masks and respirators, hazard identification, safety training. And yeah, it just, it kind of, it gave me enough of a handle on learning, thinking I could learn the hyperbaric stuff. Awesome. And why did you decide to bring um, HBOT to Kamloops? Ah. Uh, it's a little bit of a crisis of conscience or like a, maybe an early midlife crisis. I needed to do something positive with my life and to give up a great paying job with great benefits was a big leap though. So I needed, I needed it to be something I felt tremendously strong about. And as I learned more about it, hyperbaric medicine kind of became that passion for me. The potential upside to help people is so large so it was like it became a, a goal worth going for and yeah the the mental environment and the physical environment at the mine is kind of it can be toxic so i needed i needed something clean and and health minded um i got into health and fitness while i was at the mine and and trying ketogenic diet and learning more about metabolic processes and then this the things I learned about hyperbaric kind of blended into that really well as well. Very interesting. So can you just back up and maybe just tell us what HBOT stands for and a little bit more about what it is? 
Uh, yeah, so it stands for hyperbaric oxygen therapy, HBOT. Uh, some places just call it HBO, hyperbaric oxygen. So you breathe usually 100% oxygen in a chamber. There are soft chambers that have oxygen concentrators, but they're only allowed for use in, say, like the U.S. They're actually not allowed in Canada. But uh, you breathe the oxygen while under pressure, and the gas laws in physics dictate the extra oxygen bypasses the red blood cells and dissolves into the blood plasma. An average adult has around five liters of blood, and over half of that is plasma. Under pressure, the fluid can carry up to 1,200% more oxygen than it would at normal pressure. And plasma is about 90% water with some salt and protein. It carries the blood cells around, but it can also diffuse that extra oxygen to places in the body where blood can't get to or get through, such as in the case of damaged or restricted blood vessels from injury or surgery. Oh, wow. Okay. And that just <laughs> sounds very high-tech and very interesting, but where did this technology originate? Where, where did this come from? Uh, it goes back as far as the 1600s, like when the first people that kind of figured out it, it had an effect on the body started to experiment with it. There's a British physician, his name was Henshaw, doing experiments with sealed rooms and having someone on the outside operate a bellows and then having someone in the room and then documenting any physical changes. It started to get more traction in the 1800s. Uh, the French and Dutch started to build pressurized operating theaters and do surgeries to improve their mortality rates. They noticed less infections, better results in the case of heavy blood loss, and better outcomes overall. Then in the 1950s and 60s, it started to get more use, uh, especially in North America. And by 1979, it had I think 12 approved indications in North America, the FDA and the Canadian Health Guidelines. And the approved list is up to 14 as of 2021 now. Oh, wow. Amazing. So how does it work? What's the main mechanism behind the oxygen therapy? Uh, the, there's basically three main functions. So... It can boost cellular energy, it can increase growth factors, and lower inflammation. So the cellular energy, mitochondria produce the ATP, our energy molecule. Primarily, they want to use glucose, but they can use lipids and ketones as well. Whichever nutrient is used, oxygen is needed as the last electron donator on the chain. So bursts of extra, extra oxygen can increase cellular energy. The growth factors, you got VEGF and HIGF, which are vascular endothelial growth factor and hypoxic, hypoxia-induced growth factor. Both increase with hyper, hyperbaric protocols. And so these are your capillary regrowth signals, getting fine circulation back into damaged or deficient areas. Lowering inflammation, it can reduce edema, improve lymph function, and lower blood markers of inflammation like C-reactive proteins, and interleukin-6. So that's, those are tied to a lot of chronic conditions. And if we can add hyperbaric to your treatments or diet protocols to lower it systemically, it's possible to see some symptom reduction. 
Wow, <laughs> that's amazing. Okay, so let's talk about those conditions. What, um, what are some of the conditions that this has been shown to help? Yeah, the, the list so far is in Canada, the MSP approved list, carbon monoxide poisoning, gangrene, the bends from diving, uh, enhanced healing of wounds like diabetic foot ulcers and other non-healing wounds, anemia or traumatic blood loss, uh, flesh-eating disease, necrotizing fasciitis, radiation damage from cancer therapy, intracranial abscess, osteomyelitis, which is a bone infection, uh, skin grafts and flaps that are non-healing, thermal burns, and decompression sickness, I think I said that already, and sudden sensorineural hearing loss, which is sudden deafness. It can be used for. Yeah, and that's, it's quite a big list, <laughs> but yeah. also at the same time, those, all of those conditions have subcategories so that it it can also be used for some of the subcategories of those primary conditions okay um so that yeah that, that is a pretty long list but um i'm sure it can help other people as well right so if somebody doesn't necessarily fit into one of those categories or is on that list in some way what other conditions has it um been proven to help or shows the promise in helping yeah so it's in other countries actually have quite longer lists of approved insurance approved and reimbursed conditions so i think russia has over 50 turkey germany japan all have over 40 uh england has about more than 20 i think and Brit great britain so it's South America actually is one of the places it's most widely adopted and they their lists are quite long as well. So some of the stuff that's not on our list but is on theirs are saying things like sickle cell anemia, ocular stroke, TBI, PTSD, Parkinson's, drug and alcohol abuse and addiction. And I it's like it's almost too long to list all of <laughs> their lists. Yeah, there's there's overlap, but then there's also there's also chunks or groups of conditions that are on some countries' lists and not others, but they all have similar weight of evidence behind them. It's just based on how much lobbying can get done by the hyperbaric industry to the health industry to get their list expanded, basically. So it's likely that some of those additional conditions that you were listing. Uh, listing as being covered in other countries will likely um, be covered here eventually. Yeah, no, it's, it probably is just a matter of time and education. So it's, I mean, all the health industries are kind of preoccupied right now by the global pandemic, but I mean, we have the underlying pandemics of, of diabetes, cancer, heart disease, and stroke that are kind of, if you're not getting coronavirus, then you, those are basically the top four that you're dying from. So if we, hyperbaric can kind of influence some people in a health direction and hopefully keep people away from those diseases by increasing your healthy baseline. And if we can combine that with 
nutritional strategies, the naturopathic strategies at Radiant Life here. And that's kind of, I mean, it's, it's super exciting for me. And like, I feel really blessed to be working here with you guys. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and so lots of you know, um, TBI, that was one of the things that Ken had just mentioned, that TBI is something that's definitely an area of uh, personal interest for me because of my husband's brain injury that he sustained many years ago. And um, yeah, combined with, so the, the high intensity oxygen therapy combined with nutritional um, improvements, both of those have an ability to help reduce inflammation and improve oxygen flow. And so together, I think they're very complementary modalities that can be used, not only for TBI, but um, as you were mentioning for diabetes and Parkinson's and, and other, any condition basically that requires inflammation reduction. Um, and then that list is massive. Um, the other thing Ken mentioned as well, too, is um, the fact that he works here at Radiant Life Naturopathic uh, Center, which is also where I see patients out of as well. So if you are in the Kamloops area, definitely um, check us out here at Radiant Life. But um, Ken, what can a person who enters that tank, and by the way, I'm assuming that the, the monstrosity behind you is the actual um, oxygen chamber, is that right? Yeah, you bet. Okay, so what can a person who climbs into that chamber expect while they're going through oxygen therapy? Uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's a lot like an international flight where you, I mean, it, usually the treatment's only an hour, but you can do up to two hours in it. And it's, it's kind of just a place you can relax and disconnect. You can't bring your phone in, so <laughs> you have to read a book or meditate or have a nap. So it's kind of, uh, you go through the, a similar pressure change as an international flight where you need to equalize your ears. But uh, it's, it's comfortable. It's a comfortable temperature. You Hopefully you'll get a nice uh, energy boost from having the oxygen at the end. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's a little bit strange, definitely, but comfortable, I think. Okay. And are people allowed to lie down inside or are there seats? What would they, what do they encounter? So we have a couple bench seats right now and, but yeah, you can lie down on them and we're limited to two people. Uh, at a time in each other's bubble right now with COVID protocols. But, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, you could take someone in that you do want to have a conversation with and do that in there as well. All right. So people can, when you're inside, you're able to talk and communicate with other people freely and so on. Yeah, for sure. And we have an intercom system so that you can communicate with the outside as well. And, uh, yeah, basically if you, if you feel overwhelmed or uncomfortable, then we can just, it, it's not like you're locked in. We can get you out. Good to know. Awesome. Very good. So if you could bottom line it for us, why would, in your opinion, should someone consider hyperbaric oxygen? I would say probably the inflammation part is, might be the biggest part in terms of the overall population. I mean, even if you 
think you're having a healthy diet. Some people are gluten sensitive or you have uh, possibly a gut issue where you have an unhealthy gut biome or maybe you have a slight autoimmune condition and you, you might not even know that you have excess inflammation. And if you don't know, you can't start strategies. But if you, if you try hyperbaric for one thing and it helps with another thing, that's a good indicator that you have inflammation. And by lowering the inflammation, it's not like it's curing you. It's allowing your natural healing processes to, to take effect where they had uh, some kind of roadblock before with, say, nutrient deficiency or too much carbohydrates or whatever it would be, a thyroid issue. It, it's not a miracle cure, but it's sometimes it's a miracle we can survive so long with depleted natural healing capacity. So it's like uh, inflammation really is that sneaky kind of pervasive pandemic that's influencing all the other health issues that we go through in a life. So it's the tagline on the, on the hyperbaric uh, website is increasing health span for a better lifespan. So that's, that's like my base philosophy. And that's what I want to do for the community is really improve your quality of life. And like for acute or right now and for the future. Oh, that's really interesting. Thanks for sharing that. And, and it's good to know too, right? It's not um, a cure. It just helps improve your overall um, system. System. Mm -hmm and how they operate. So um, you mentioned other side benefits, right? Like if you're, someone is in there for, um, let's say for diabetes, for example, to help improve oxygen flow, reduce inflammation and so on, um, they might discover other side benefits as a result of going in and having this treatment as well. So that's really fascinating. And I think one of the biggest ones is probably that increase in energy, is it not? Yeah, I mean, improving the circulation, if if at all possible, and improving like liver and kidney function, especially for a person with diabetes who has reduced capacity in one or two of those organs, it, and your lymph your lymph capacity is a big one. So it's all your all your body's buffer systems are depleted when you have diabetes because you're you're fighting to keep your insulin at the right level or your body's fighting to keep the insulin at the right level. So it's, it's just taking resources from your other health functions or your other homeostasis. So yeah, anything that can give you another weapon to fight your chronic issue should be a, a good tool in the toolbox. Amazing. That's fantastic. And where can people go to find more information? Because I know we, we just barely touched, uh, covered the, scratched the surface on what this technology is, but where can people go to find more information about Kamloops Hyperbaric? Uh, yeah, probably the best spot is the Instagram at uh, Kamloops Hyperbaric. That's where I have the most current studies and uh, the stories that kind of all the good little bits I pull from other hyperbaric companies and they're, they're all great with sharing information and there's quite a few testimonials from other countries there and other companies. 
I don't have any testimonials yet because we've only started <laughs> having patients. But the Instagram is the best spot, and we do have CamloopsHyperbaric.com and Facebook, Camloops Hyperbaric as well. And yeah, that's the big three. <laughs> awesome. And if somebody wanted to contact you directly, are you? do you have an email address or would they be best off um, contacting you through Radiant Life Naturopathic Center? Uh, either is good. I Yeah, camelshyperbaric at gmail.com or uh, the clinic, Radiant Life, yeah, 236-425-2205 okay. is the number. Excellent. And everything is up and operational, correct? Yes, you bet. So someone could call in or drop you an email and what what's that process? Can you can you walk us through that? Like what do you do when somebody contacts you inquiring about whether or not oxygen therapy might benefit them? Yeah, usually uh, we do a little bit of uh find out what their underlying issue is if we can or if they know it already and then I can either link or send uh studies or files about it articles about that particular condition and hyperbaric or uh, we can we can just walk through the I can walk them through the screening process and they can also see uh, Dr. Tracy Levins as well or if they're already one of her patients they can come for hyperbaric so there's just there's kind of a screening intake process to make sure you don't have any of the contraindications or uh, there's a couple of medications that you shouldn't go in the chamber with and things like that, or like uncontrolled asthma, a really bad congestive heart failure, or a partially collapsed lung you shouldn't go in with, or a history of ear infections. There are some potential side effects which are linked to those contraindications. So it's, yeah, we do need to make sure you don't have any of the red flags, basically. And then we do like a short vitals when you get here. Uh, pulse oximetry, blood pressure check, and yeah, make sure you're safe to go in. Okay, good to know. Um, so that's excellent that not just anybody off the street can walk in, um, but there's definitely that screening protocol to make sure that um, they are good to go and unlikely to have any of reaction. Right, exactly. Okay. And is there um, anything else, or what else would you like people to know about uh, hyperbaric oxygen? Uh, I guess the main mechanism, I did forget to talk about that. Uh, it's called the diffusion gradient. So that's when it's triggering those hypoxic growth factors and the vascular endothelial growth factors and stem cell production. The body sees it as damaged areas and the, the hypoxic induced growth factors tells it where to send the soldiers, the stem cells for repair. So at the diffusion gradient, you have your super high percentage oxygen coming in and your low or baseline oxygen percentage in your cells. And that difference is actually what triggers the growth factors and sends it to the areas that need the healing. So it's not just, uh, it doesn't just flood the body with stem cells. It, the stem cells actually go to the places they're needed. So that's, yeah, one of the things that really drew me to thinking this was uh, something that was needed for people. 
Wow, amazing. Good. Well, thanks for that. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't realize that it did that either. So that's very good. Is there anything else that you would like to add before we wrap up today? Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, it, I'm excited to see what we can do with uh, like your neuroprotective kind of supplement guides. I know I listened to one of the, your podcasts about that and it, it seemed like there's, yeah, so much overlap of like dovetailing therapies that we can do here. Um, just, yeah, super excited. That's awesome. Fantastic. So once again, Ken, your email address for people who might want to get in touch with you personally? Yeah, uh, canloopshyperbaric at gmail.com. And that's H-Y-P-E-R-B-A-R-I-C. Okay. Amazing. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day to, um, to join us today and it's awesome to see that that hyperbaric oxygen chamber in the background. Um, it's very cool. And it's good to know for people to see this as well so that they realize it's not um, going to be a very confined or small box. So somebody who might tend to be a little bit claustrophobic, you can see that it's a very big tank. You can walk right in. Um, there's lots of room to sit and move around or lie down and relax and different things so that that's um, good and to be able to have that communication with you through that um, that system um, is also great so that they're not just put in there and you walk away so I'm, I'm, I'm certain that you stand there and uh, are uh, with them and watching the system the whole time so yeah you bet it's it's a constant monitoring and there's a logging system yeah an oxygen monitoring of the chamber air which is the chamber air is safe to breathe at any time. So if you feel uncomfortable with the mask, you can still get a part of the benefit just from being in the chamber itself without the extra oxygen. And I do have a couple of pictures on the Instagram of myself lying down in the chamber and I'm six one. So it's, you can see kind of how much room there is in there. It's about nine and a half feet long and about four and a half feet wide. Okay. Awesome. That's great. Awesome. Well, thank you again so much for being here, um, Ken. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah. For those of you watching this video, please um, subscribe and click the link below so that you have access to the entire article because I will be posting this as well on my website um, in article format as well. So anybody who wants to take a look at the transcript or read what we talked about today, if they missed anything, you're more than welcome to do that as well. Great. Thanks, Ken. I appreciate you being here uh, with us today. And um, I, I'm also very grateful and excited to see the oxygen therapy in combination with um, what the naturopathic doctors here have to offer, offer patients as well as what I offer patients through nutritional um, support. Yeah. So, exactly. Great. Thanks, Kelly. All right. Thanks, Ken. We'll talk to you later. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye.